2: Man, as the lights fade from the screen, it's the famous final scene. Man, I'm good. I should be able to sing. Not no mo. Cancer, man. Jacked up my whole... just... My last day at 9 o'clock, starting Monday... Bringing it, 5.30 a.m. Man. 5.30 a.m. with my brother, Larry. Today's the last day I get to sleep in. Last day. Yep. Slept into at 4.30 a.m. Actually, 4.27 a.m. this morning. Slept in. I'm trying to figure. So generally, I get up at about 4.20 Downstairs by 4.30, I make uh, French press coffee, as if you care, and then I start drinking the coffee and going through the media. Seriously, I probably look at, I don't know, 200 different, flying through them, of course, emails, periodicals, newspapers, television, radio, bam, 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 and then I post it, I'll text people, and that runs until about 6 a.m. And then I go downstairs and work out till about 7.30. That's why I look like this. Bam! (laughs) It's just 4.30. I slept in today. Anyone get up earlier? Come on. Anyone? Anyone? What time do you get up? People don't believe I get up at 4.30. Call my wife. Ask her. And here's what what's ridiculous. I have now become my dad. You remember growing up when your dad did stuff. <coughs> like your dad got up at 5 a.m. You're like, "Damn, something's up with dad." Man, I think I heard dad making noise at 5 a.m. What's what's that man's crazy? Remember that? No, that's me. You, you, you remember growing up when your dad did like crazy stuff. Like my father came home. Uh, one time and our rooms were a mess so he threw my father threw all of our clothes out the window it's the truth he threw them out the window he snapped snapped that's me (coughs) snap man then an hour back and then an hour later hey kids love you you know we're cool right we're cool that's me growing up my dad he had this um Man, Steve Mazza, 415. All right. He he did it on purpose trying to beat me, but I think I'm going to have to get up at 345. What time do you get up? What time do you get up? I'm serious. 866-391-1020. I want to know what time do you get up? Then my father, he had this chair recliner, and he would come home from work, and he he would get in the recliner, and then he would put something like news on that we hated watching news. Ironic, isn't it? It's my entire life now. And then he'd have the news on, and he'd fall asleep, right? So then I would go over. I was designated remote thief, and I would try to get the remote out of his hands. Remember, he's snoring, man, snoring, snory, nori. And as I pulled the remote from his hands, he would wake up. Hey, hey, put that news back on. That's now me. I walk like him. I got those little hairs growing out of my ears now. It. Sometimes I look in the mirror and say, Dad, you're here, brother. Chief Harbin, 3.30 a.m. a.m., Chief Harvin. If he texts me at 3.30 in the morning, that might be the right time for me to get up. Starting Monday. (coughs) My dad, my brother Chris said my father just threw my clothes out, just mine. I was the punk. I was the future felon in the family. There is no question about it. My brother was the youngest, the best looking, and everyone loved him. Everybody thought I was headed to federal prison. Everybody thought he was headed to the White House. Same in my house. Vince does nothing wrong, ever. The youngest, the cutest, my brother Chris. It's a cross I have to bear my entire life. Starts Monday, folks. Get up early with us, me and King Larry. Larry Legend, I like to call him. You show us everything you've got. You keep on dancing now
0: the mood gets hot. You drive oh. us wild, we'll drive you oh. crazy. Uh, kiss.
2: You
0: say you want to go for a Why spin? am I playing Kiss?
2: The party's just begun to leave
0: Gene Simmons,
2: why? Why am I playing Kiss? Anyone? Anyone? Come on. I'll give you a minute. 866-391-1020. What does Gene Simmons have to do with what's happening in the news this morning? 866-391-1020. It's a little pop quiz. Yens don't know. Yins don't know nothing. I've had that said to me through my face a hundred times. Yens don't know nothing. Anyone? 866 What does Gene Simmons have to do with the news this morning? 866 391 News of the Bazaar. Anyone? All right. I saw a headline. Th- this is what gives me a bit of a rash about news. I saw a headline this morning on KDKA-TV. Okay. Which is where we're getting. Not picking on him. Love them. Why wouldn't I? And it said, Community on edge. <laughs> it said, Community on edge. Does he know? Does Bruce know? Bruce. Yeah, I mean, how you doing, Morty? What's up, brother? None. Um. Before I left, I was catching a PPL They were talking about a, a white snake uh, that was, like, five foot long that was and His name was Gene Simmons. Exactly. exactly. My man. Hey, hey, Bruce, do you know anything sure. about pythons? I had a couple in my day, yeah. All right. So, so we scare the hell out of the entire city. We say the community's on edge. This is a small python. Bruce, is Gene yep. Simmons of danger to anyone in that town? There's no maybe, way. Uh,
1: maybe, maybe a cat. That's about it. Like a stray cat
2: or something like that. But other than that, no. There's no way. No, sir. It's not poisonous. Nope. So it's not venomous. It can't bite you. The, the way, how, tell folks how they kill their prey.
1: Uh, Pretty much just grab them up, constrict them, suffocate them. And then whenever
2: they die, they swallow them whole head first. Exactly. And this is a small python. Yeah, like five foot long, I believe. So a small python ain't going to have... It's going to have a lot of problem trying to even swallow a cat. Is it not, sir? True.
1: Yeah, good point.
2: So, so I, I'm so glad you called. So, so, telling the entire town that the whole community's on edge is ridiculous, is it not? Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know why that would be. That's ridiculous. Come on, man. Thanks, brother. <laughs> now, I love these listeners. And I love these phone calls. Because my man laid it out. I'm not picking on anyone. But so everybody in this market did it, every station. They show this picture of this python, right? Right. Play the piece, please. Play the piece. Play the piece.
0: Well, Lindsey, it still hasn't been found yet, but uh, it seems like every year we have some type of snake issue going yeah. on in this area. Some yeah. may remember last year when the snake got loose in Frick Park. That still has never been found. Uh-oh. But this one is in Duquesne now, and it's a python. And believe it or not, it's actually somebody's pet. Yeah. Dan Shanley says that his son was walking in the neighborhood Wednesday afternoon when he collapsed. Since then, the all-white python yeah. named Gene Simmons has been missing. One neighbor says he saw everything happen, but went home after the snake slithered off into somebody's yard. The Shanleys say the snake is harmless, but realize it could scare people and pets, especially with the warm temperatures and neighbors being out more often. The Eastern Area Reptile Society says finding genes
2: That's enough. Not picking on anyone, but come on, man. It's okay. We're going to live. Come on, man. The python's name is Gene Simmons, which makes the story even better. But just take a little advice from our guru who called in. I got to thank him. The python kills its prey by constricting. In other words, I'm swallowing yins. Ain't swallowing no kid. Ain't swallowing no dog. Ain't swallowing no mailman. Ain't swallowing nothing. Maybe a mouse. So maybe... We're going to be okay. So the headline that Duquesne is on edge, spare me. Please spare me. Please.
0: Ah! Ah! Ah!
2: It's horrifying um, sometimes. The reality of the life that we live in and the pain and the anguish and the horrible environment uh, where kids grow up. It's hard to imagine This uh, this incident out of the rocks, um, it shakes me to the core. I-, I thought I'd seen everything twice, and then this happened. And... Man. This grandmother, we talked about this when this first happened. We got a tip that this 10-month-old baby had overdosed on uh, fentanyl. And then when you hear a talk show host say that, you think, nah, he's full of it. No, it happened. Saved by uh, first responders with the Narcan. It's unfathomable. This happened right in the rocks, and the folks in that neighborhood, on that street, say it's a notorious drug house. Why the hell is the notorious drug house still notorious? You know, I always use this, and folks use this against me, and I do the, if this were Mount Lebanon. And I'm not saying we live in Oz. I'm not saying it's Wonderland. I'm saying we wouldn't jack with that. We would snap. We would snap. So the grandmother who's a drug addict, is arrested, fine. fine. Ag assault, endangering the welfare of a child, possession of a controlled substance, and possession of drugs, and paraphernalia. That's fine. So grandma is babysitting the kids in the rocks, three of them, which makes the story even more gut-wrenching And so why this house is still a drug house. When the entire neighborhood knows a house is a drug house, why is it still a drug house? See, we have local cops, we have county cops, we have state cops, we have the feds. What the hell are they doing? No, really. Help me with that. How's that happen? So this ten month old overdoses. Can you imagine? It's hard to imagine, is it not? On fentanyl. Grandma's arrested. But but She's so bad. Grandma. I think of my grandparents' though. Delia Griffin. Tis a fine day, lad, from Ireland. And my grandma Coda, Italian, to the core and how much they loved us. They would have died for us, ma'am. They would not have tried to kill us with drugs. How the world has changed. So when the report comes in that the baby's overdosed, Does grandma try to save the baby's life? Hell no. This is a fact. Grandma runs from the scene. Runs. She's high. Runs from the scene. The first responders save the baby's life. Then they test. There's two other kids in the house. By the way, think about this. If grandma runs from the scene high, can you imagine mom's condition? Can you imagine where the hell that is? No, really. The horror of the existence in the lives of children in America. This is horror. Forget the movies. Forget it. Forget Afghanistan. Forget what you're seeing in anywhere, any country, Soviet Union. Doesn't matter, man. This is horror. Grandma runs from the scene. They save the 10-month-old. How the hell does a baby end up almost dead on fentanyl? Because it's around the house. And they find it and they put stuff in their mouths. It gets worse. There are two other kids in the house. Now, think about this. Without crying punching a wall. The two other kids in the house, a 9-year-old and a 3-year-old, Tested positive for drugs. What? No, no, really. Tested positive for drugs. One home in the rocks. One kid in the rocks. One woman in the rocks. Runs from the scene. So, 10-year-old overdose on fentanyl. Nine-year-old girl tested positive for cocaine metabolites. Traces of cocaine. Nine. Nine Nine-year-old girl. And a three-year-old boy tested positive for cocaine and fentanyl. So we have a drug addict grandmother who runs from the scene. We have a mom. We have a mom who neighbors say has been in the past, passed out on the sidewalk, passed out, out from fentanyl. And we have three kids All of them test for drugs. 10-month-old, 3-year-old, 9-year-old. You can call them all bad people. You can. You can say throw them all in jail, and we can. But as this plays out, what do you have left behind? Three children living in a blender of hell on the road to perdition. don't have any idea which way is up. All they know is that they love their mother and they love their grandmother and that they're high. So for a 10-month-old, a 3-year-old and a 9-year-old to have drugs in their system, that means that there are drugs all over that house. Residue, bags, needles, spoons. And this is the life that they live. They didn't choose it, man you think they chose that life. And here's what makes it horrifying. Every single neighbor in that community, on that street, knows this is a drug den, knows this is a drug house, and knows it has been that way for several years. So, after we arrest mom, dad, and grandma and take possession of the three kids and try and save their lives, don't members of that community and— political leaders, alleged, and law enforcement folks, alleged, county, local, state, federal. What the hell have they been doing? Why is that house, why is that house a place where everyone knows to buy drugs? Why? What happens to us? Because when the system breaks down, it's up to us to fill the gap. And according to neighbors, we didn't do squat. Wow. Uh, My boy, Billy, just sent me pictures of uh, mom and two of the babies. On her uh, Facebook page, it says Serenity. I'm not going to post it. I don't want to identify the babies. I don't want folks seeing that, but I appreciate it, Billy. But what it does, Billy, is it brings home the magnitude of this. If I told you, no, no, if I told you, anyone, hey, I know a woman that lives in a house in the rocks, and I know for a fact if you drug test their three kids, 10-month-old, 3-year-old, and 9-year-old, they not have drugs in their system, you would say you're full of crap. I would never have believed it unless I heard this this morning. And... Look, we can blame mom because mom is to blame. We can blame grandma because grandma is to blame. We can blame dad, wherever the hell he is, because he is to blame. Fine. What about us? No, really. What about the community in the rocks? I'm trying to think if, and by the way, by the way, we don't live in the damn bubble in um, Mount Lebanon. I can name right now, right now. Three kids, overdosed and dead from fentanyl, from perfect homes. I'm just saying, perfect homes. And and you think that that matters, but it doesn't, because fentanyl and heroin reach everywhere and into every home. And the truth of the matter is, we can't avoid it. But, but if it's next door, man, see if that's Dr. Brophy. Thanks, buddy. If it's next door, we got to call for help. And if we're cops, we got to shut it down, man. Is that him? I got to get this. All right. My friend, Dr. Tom Brophy. Good morning, sir. How are you?
1: Good morning. How are you, sir?
2: Thanks for calling on such short notice. Um, no problem. So the cops arrest a woman, grandmother. Um, she had three kids in her care: a ten-month-old overdose on fentanyl, a three-year-old in the house tests positive for fentanyl and cocaine, and so does a nine-year-old. How the hell do babies that young test positive for those drugs in a house? How's that happen, doc?
1: You know, I heard about this case on the news, but I I don't know a whole lot of the details as far as the investigation goes. Unfortunately, as you know, I've taken care of multiple children uh, that have been found to have opioids in their system when they're brought into the emergency department. And, you know, most of the time it's been accidental ingestions. I mean, I I took care of a baby that that stumbled upon a methadone tablet and, and, you know, put it in its mouth. Um, You know, but there have been other situations where, you know, a a caretaker has given an opioid to a child. Now, those situations are rare, um, but I I have personally had two of them in the ER. Um, And and both times, you know, it it, it was a reflection of the diseased brain, you know, that happens with addiction. And and as addiction progresses in somebody's limbic system, now your limbic system is is a very old, old ancient part of your brain that is designed to drive you towards the survival mechanism. So basically... Food, water, sex, and shelter, the things that keep you alive as far as nourishment, uh, safety, and passing on your genes. But this is the area where opioids are having their strongest effect, and that's what most people don't understand. They look at the behavior of an addict, and they, they, they see that, especially uh, certain addicts like opioid addicts, they will forego food, water, sex, shelter, safety. They'll even pick up a needle that they know has hepatitis on it because that drive has has overrun their limbic system in a way where, you know, the, their brain has evolved to chase that dopamine. And, and, and that's the scary thing that happens with, with substance use is now all of a sudden, you know, they're not doing the things that we normally do as human beings, like, you know, prioritize the care of our loved ones, right. you know, uh, over our needs. And, and, and when that happens, you see tragic events like this. And certainly it, it's, it's that addiction that has progressed you know, to, to the most severe degree. Um, and and, and I, I'm interested to hear, you know, if this was more of like a uh, accidental ingestion type of thing. Yes, that's what they believe. So
2: there's so much yeah. of it around the house. What, Doc, they put things in their mouth and they get residue?
1: That's part of it. I mean, and and fentanyl is so incredibly powerful and it's a synthetic powder that, you know, it, it, if they're cutting it and, and moving it about on a table and then later a, a child, you know, it, scoops their food, you know, uh, off of that table. I mean, these are the type of instances God. that can be deadly. Often they are.
2: Dr. Tom Brophy, um, the best of the best. Tell us the program you work with, sir.
1: Thanks, sir. I'm, I'm the, currently the medical director of the Geyser Center. Uh, we're an inpatient and outpatient treatment facility up in, in Butler County. And, um, and, and they really do amazing work. I've been the medical director there um, since the last September and um, and I encourage anybody who needs help to give us a call. My brother, thank you. Thank you, sir. It's hard to hear.
0: <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too